Welcome to the Iowa Idea Podcast. Join host Matt Arnold for in-depth conversations with artists, designers, entrepreneurs, and civic leaders as he explores how they approach their craft and represent a modern version of the Iowa Idea. This podcast tells the stories of Iowa natives, transplants, and friends who demonstrate the Iowa Idea in the 21st century. It's a sloppy look. In this episode of the Iowa Idea podcast, Dave Hill from Show Business returns to talk about his creative process and new work that he's launched since our last conversation in May of 2020. One of his latest projects is The Bunny Shop, named after Dave's mom, started by Corey Santillan and Dave, you know, from before, as a way to make dresses they want to see in the world. Dave talks about the importance of being a vibe guy to help drive business, and we discuss some of Dave's latest acting projects, including Girls 5 Eva and Drunk Bus. We dig deep on the pros and cons of New York's dip game and toast scene, and some of the critical differences between New York and Northeastern Ohio's toast options. I challenge Dave to toast like a champion. We explore the world of oatmeal and the wonders of spinach in your morning oats. Our conversation as the best conversations do, turns to the magic of hockey. And Dave and I dig into old-time hockey logos and sweaters and start to trash talk some of the terrible sweaters and mascots in the league, whether on the ice or in civilian settings. And spoiler, as much as we love hockey jerseys, in a civilian setting, they're really just a sloppy look. We provide our hot takes on the Iowa Heartlanders name, logo, and jerseys. And it was an honor having Dave return It's always good to hear from him, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Dave, thanks so much for joining me again on the Iowa Idea podcast. It's an absolute honor to have you back. Uh, Thank you. If you don't mind, for for guests uh, that might have been under a rock for a while, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm a grown man. I'm a comedian a writer, musician, uh, actor sometimes, do some drawing and painting and whatever. I just kind of just do stuff. <laughs> you're, you're a creative's creative from my perspective. I just love yeah, all of the different areas that you play in. Yeah, I mean, I just like doing, you know, I just do all the stuff that I would do anyway. Like if I had... If I had to do some other, you know, whatever, be a landscaper, which I was at one point, uh, this is the stuff I would do when I got home anyway. So probably too tired, actually, but uh, this is just the stuff I enjoy doing. I'm lucky enough to have it be how I make my living, my way in this world. Thanks. And last time uh, we had chatted... uh... It was in the middle of the pandemic. We're not we're not out, so I don't know. Maybe maybe we haven't no. even reached the middle yet. I don't know. Who knows? It looks. I'm not sure what to think. It, you were you were uh, in a remote fishing uh, Finnish fishing village, uh, yeah. but now you've returned to New York. Just yeah. in general, how are you feeling being back in New York? How are things going for you? Uh, you know, pretty good. There's like 
some moving parts to it all. I don't know. It's, you know, I feel good, but also not, you know, there are a lot of, I think, PTSD, ongoing PTSD from the pandemic and sort of getting getting back to things and wondering like what I want to focus on, maybe kick a few things to the curb, things like that. You know, I'm trying to assess it. I need to, I need to kind of kill a few things I think, uh, that I'm doing. Maybe not kill, but just lay down to rest. <laughs> if, if only for a little while. Is, just is that, uh, just not enough hours in the day really. Yeah. You know, so one of the things that I've been really curious about, uh, and so if you don't mind talking about um, one one of the things that emerged is uh, some of your artwork now, and kind of moving into uh, kind of the the clothing and design space and what you're doing with the bunny shop. Do you mind talking about the bunny shop a little bit? No, I'm happy to. Well, yeah, that kind of came about because um, you know before I know it's such a cliche, but my first love, Matt was always like drawing and painting and I wanted to that's what I wanted to do with my life is just draw and paint and then I you know but I was also got into music but really you know when I was younger that was all I did is draw and paint and play music and then uh but and then I then I kind of got sidetracked with things and and uh but what with the pandemic one of the good things is you know i found myself back in ohio for a bit with some space you know for the first time in years and was able to do some painting and drawing again i mean i i've been doing some drawing you know doing like t-shirts and band artwork stuff album covers and this and that but i finally had time to really like make a mess again you know so I started doing that again, and and I was getting into doing these patterns, and you know I just like playing with the color, and like I like you know doing just like meditative and relaxing to me, because um, I I just kind of did it for my own enjoyment. I wasn't doing it, you know, giving a shit about whether people liked it or not, which is I mean I try to maintain that with everything I do, but. Uh, so as I was doing it, you know, I was like, oh, I think these patterns would look cool on clothes, you know, as opposed to I was paint. I was, you know, I've been started going to like the flea market every Saturday and out in Painesville, Ohio, the aptly named Painesville, Ohio. And I would buy, you know, whatever hatchets, saws, just anything I felt like that looked cool to paint. And I started painting him, and uh, and then my friend Corey Santian works in fashion, and I know she was like interested in maybe starting a clothing line. So I was like, you know, do you want to? Maybe we should do something. And so she was into it, and we started. You know, she's into women's wear. I am. I don't wear it myself. I like it, you know, to look at, but. So we started, yeah, we started Bunny, which is named after my late mother. Uh, and it's uh, probably the first thing I've done in my adult life that she would have been excited about, maybe. 
because all the rest of stuff just kind of like oh I don't know um, show business you know but she was always into the idea of me starting a small business so now I have and uh, and yeah we started with three dresses and we then we now we have a new robe out we have these little bags we have another robe coming where it's very tiny you know we're like building it very slowly um, and trying to figure out how to get it out there you know we're, we're we're able to get it people people we know people buy it and people like it but it's like how do you I don't know anything about the business I'll be honest uh, you know I might I was always say we might as well be selling mufflers like I don't know shit about that you know so I'm just kind of going with the fun of it and the idea for it is you know it's like clothes that Corey would wear or I would wear if I were a woman and it's you know very like sort of mod 60s style I think the cuts of things and and it's just fun to do yeah and I hope hopefully you know people are always asking like oh when are you going to do men's shirts and stuff and I'm like buy your wife or girlfriend a dress them do that the sooner you do that with sooner we'll have you know the other stuff so uh hopefully it will be a long-running business I hope yeah, I, it, would, uh, it would be fun to have it. I, I'm always a big fan of a nice side hustle. You know, so I can't, you know, so I can't imagine what what you're going through building the business. But I do appreciate how you've 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 started with a few things, keep building. So I, I hope uh, selfishly that we do get to the the men's line. I can tell you, my daughter's a big fan of the bunny bag. Uh, Oh, thank bought, you. Bought one of those, and that was in her room when she got back from uh, summer camp. So she was excited to see. Oh, the, thank the you. Bunny I'm bag. honored. Yeah, we're you know we're. I mean, it's really. I think people assume since I'm such a massive, massive celebrity, they assume that like I partnered with a, a major corporation to do this, but it's like literally me and my friend Corey throwing a a little bit of money from each of us at this you know and we're you know when we sell enough of one thing to buy the next thing have the next thing made we do it and so that's how what it is you know and hopefully we'll hopefully you know it'll keep growing do you have a do you have a physical store no we're though we're slowly like getting into like retail stores like there's a store art to wear here which is like this sort of pop-up shop like right in my neighborhood that I just happened to walk into and then it turned out the owner Leslie uh, is married to a comedian buddy of mine and then I was you know one thing led to another so they started carrying uh, the dresses and so they're going to be carrying our stuff moving forward we're moving into a store alibi in bloomington indiana is going to carry things and then hopefully we'll just slowly do that you know maybe eventually it would be maybe eventually it'd be fun to to have a store that i could visit uh and say hello i wouldn't work there but <laughs> i would visit it i'm not very good at i wouldn't be good at running a store but I, I, you know, I could pop in and be like, hey, we should have a happy hour today or something. 
Let's do that. Keep everybody's spirits up. Yeah, yeah. I'm a vibe. That's really my skill. Vibe guy. When there's work to be done, you know, mm, I don't know. I, but, I like uh, the I like the thought of that on a, a business card for you. Just title yeah. vibe guy. Professional vibe guy. Totally. So, uh, a couple things to, I wanted to dig in on just how you've been working on craft and creativity too since again like kind of the past year coming hopefully fingers crossed coming out of pandemic uh but you were also in uh drunk bus right so you had a you had a movie movie release yeah how did that how did that work out for you how'd you feel doing that because you shot during pandemic didn't you no drunk bus we actually shot before the pandemic uh i shot uh, I was on an episode of the hit show on Peacock, Girls 5 Eva. I shot that during the pandemic. But Drunk Bus we shot actually before the pandemic, and it was supposed to debut at South by Southwest 2020, and then that was really, uh, you know, when they canceled that, that was like a big, like, oh shit, this is a real thing. So, so yeah, yeah. And, but... Uh, yeah, it was done before the pandemic. You're not going to pull a Scarlett Johansson, are you? Do you need to sue because of uh, distribution changes during pandemic? I don't did, know. I don't know. Did you hear about what she what's happening with Disney? I saw something. Uh, you know, I was reading uh, the online papers today, and I saw she's upset about something. But I, you know, I wish her the best. I don't know. I don't really know the story. My my understanding is basically as as a star, a lot of a lot of bonuses kick in based on box office performance. Oh, and that's why her how her contract was structured and the argument, which I, I agree with her, is that when Disney released it direct to home, that doesn't count as box office sales. So it drives up Disney Plus subscriptions, but doesn't count towards what towards would kick her. kick in she her makes bonuses. Less money. Right, right. I guess. You know, my concern is, will she be okay? <laughs> I hope she's okay. I mean, I guess, I guess the thing with it is, you know, you know, business is business. So she's gotta, she's gotta, you know, her people have to bring the hammer down. That's the thing. Like they make it seem like she's the one pitching a fit, and I bet she's off having, you know. A seaweed wrap somewhere right now. I don't even know. She's probably not on the phone about it. No. Uh, and also catching up because you had a bunch of albums that were released <laughs> during the pandemic. Three three albums during the pandemic. And now That's you're right. finally being able to do some shows, right? That mm-hmm. probably should have been happening over a year ago. But uh, how are the shows? shows going for you right now how's that feeling getting back out in front of people is it comfortable discomfortable uh yeah i mean it's been like sort of gradual you know from the when i first got on stage i was you know the first show i did i wore like two masks to the show and i waited outside as much as possible and i took my mask off like right as i stepped on stage you know fully vaccinated but and then I uh, walked off stage and got out of there. So between from that to like, you know, a week ago, I did a Pack City Winery show, you know, and 
chatted with people after and what else did I do? I've done they've done a few shows like that, but the, that show I think like everyone had to prove vaccination. I did Tom Papa's Come to Papa show, which is one of my favorite things to do in life, and I think that was everyone had to prove prove vaccination. So, Witch Taint played one of my bands, and that I remember being like a little like. I don't think you had to prove vaccination. Maybe you did. I'm not sure. But I kind of was like, I'm going to like not really hang out too much. <laughs> and I have a few things coming up and I'm starting to honestly starting to get a, a little concerned with things uh, that, you know, maybe maybe I'll uh, go and just... Uh, seclusion for a little bit soon I think maybe I don't know we'll see I'm, I'm not sure I don't know what to think you know yeah that, right and here uh, a lot of spots I've been to uh, around around my neck of the woods it's it's kind of relying on the honor system right yeah. just posting signs like not vaxxed wear a mask and I just wonder how many people are fo really following that I, well, I don't think many yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, if anything, people are honorable first and foremost. So I don't know. No, I don't. I don't really. I tend to think, you know, if you're in a place like New York City, like uh, you're probably statistically a lot safer than, you know, Iowa City for just one example. I will say Iowa City is a little bit of a uh, blueberry in a bowl of tomato soup. So we're yeah, yeah. I figured that actually. So whatever, like five miles outside of Iowa City. <laughs> there you go. You don't want to be in Solon right now. Yeah. Be beware. Want uh, uh, wanted to uh, talk to you a little bit too about. Uh, actually, I want to go back to you said uh, doing Tom Papa show is one of your favorite things. Mm -hmm. What what about it is. Do you, do you find so enjoyable? Oh, I love Tom, and I you know it's a great show, and I I I like doing you know my own shows, but that's like a level of stress added to it with stress about ticket sales and like stress of you know kind of being the main thing or whatever. I it's fun for me to kind of just go bring the hammer down and then not really worry about anything else involved with the night. Just like I've got to worry about when I go on stage and not worry about all these other details. And, and then, you know, we go out and we usually have a couple of drinks and whatnot afterwards. And that's fun. Always, you know, some snacks, maybe some hummus, things like that. So I, I like that. So in New York, do you have do you have a dip destination? I know when you were in Ohio, you had a dip destination to keep you sane, but no, I, I really don't. And I have to say, like, I'm kind of finding that I have to re kind of reassess my whole operation now that I've been back in New York a few months because I don't have dip destination. But I also don't have like when you're in Ohio, there's like an extra two hours in every day somehow at least. Like, and New York just kind of moves really fast, and 
your time gets eaten up much faster and so as a result like I'm exercising less and I have to be more conscious of the dips I ingest because I can't just like let loose with whatever dips I fancy unless I'm in a really get out there and exercise and stuff. I do exercise, but like, you know, I guess to answer your question, there's a really good salsa at the dip destination at Giant Eagle in Painesville, Ohio. And I can't find a salsa that's quite as good here. Uh, there's probably, it's probably out there. I just have to find it. But, and then, you know, I ate a lot more bagels there. I haven't really eaten that many bagels here. It also has, there's a lot of factors. There's like kitchen size factor. You know, you know, I'm, I'm less inclined to make certain foods here. Are you keeping the toast game going though? Yeah, but you know, even that in Ohio, there's more room for just more spreads and more freedom. Like, I was at my friend's house in Atlanta for a few days and I was just marveling at just the the room that they had to just cut loose and get funky with things and like make, you know, they had like a thing that just made oatmeal. I'm sure it did other stuff, but I'm like, that's luxury there. Like real estate, having the room to have like an oatmeal maker. I'm guessing it did other things. Maybe it was just a crock pot. But even to have that, like, in New York, not everyone. Some people have sprawling kitchens. But, you know, I have a pretty, you know, not to brag, but I have a pretty nice apartment. Even, you know, not, even though it's not really indicated in the room I'm in right now. But uh, it's still, like, when we make toast, like, I have to take the toaster out from the shelf below, set it and then plug it in you have to really want toast you can't just be like fuck it I maybe I'll make toast and maybe think about eating it you really have to commit and you have to like because it's an old building you have to like you can't make what well, no you can make toast whenever you want actually but like the microwave you can't run certain appliances together or it blows a fuse because just an old building you know that's how it is but um it's the great equalizer old so it, buildings in new york in, in toast standards you're you're just not allowed to kind of like run naked as a spirit grabs you right you, these all have to be pre-planned yeah, right, but when you're in ohio your toast you game to was wide open yeah yeah i on uh, ohio i was much more inclined to maybe have one piece of toast with one spread and then another totally different spread like that's not the kind of i don't really make full moves like that in new york there's just not enough time and room to do that if i have toast it's like this is what's going on both slices let's go i i think you should have one of your uh kind of your your toast motherfucker shirts up so you see it all the time you know like at notre dame when they run out like play like a champion today Oh yeah, I think I, I think maybe if you you inspired yourself yourself a little bit more, you gotta you gotta be your own toast vibe guy, Dave. I know I forget I forget sometimes, and then you know, 
again going i was at my friend's house and he made oatmeal every day and then he would put like spinach in it which i never did before and I, then i was like this is really it doesn't it's a cheat that i learned because if you put spinach in your oatmeal you don't notice that it's even in there it doesn't affect the flavor doesn't do anything but get and get like spinach into your body which is a positive thing so now i'm thinking i'm like maybe i've got to like get some oatmeal situation going now i don't know that might be my thing that's mind-blowing how, do, how, how does one how does one fall like you were introduced to it but how did your friend even discover that i guess that if, if you have a machine dedicated to oatmeal in space you're prone to experiment I don't know. I don't know. He just, I, I was there. He's like, would you care for some spinach in your oatmeal? And I was like, sure, whatever. I'm, I mean, I'll try any, I'll try, you know, I'll eat, I'll do anything really. Any, as long as it's not going to like kill me. I'm a man without limits. Another creative thing that has fascinated me. Uh, so it might not be of interest to other people, but, uh, and I don't even know how to talk to you about it, but it's like a character that you developed too, going out for you know the townie punks and uh, riding, riding, riding your bike and checking in. That seems to have become uh, almost a daily routine for you. Uh, I'm just kind of curious yeah. on the curiosity side. Where where did that where did that character emerge? Hey, what's up? It's Dave. I told these <clears throat> townie skate punks I'd meet them here in the park and school their asses in the form of beat down that great grandchildren will talk about because they didn't show where you at motherfuckers well it, just being in ohio and i think uh riding around and not really seeing any humans ever really i started to imagine the humans that i might run into and i just created this sort of world in my head of uh various nemeses i would run into on my bike ride and but the reality of course is that I almost never saw anyone ever now the difference though is now I'm in New York and it's sort of like a little harder because in Ohio I'd ride my bike all over the place but here I'm I don't really do that because I don't want to get hit by a car so I ride to the bike path along the river so I'm sort of limited in my options plus like I get a little self-conscious with so many people around making videos into my phone, even though probably don't have any notice me, but, um, you know, I'm, I really, I feel like the quality is maybe suffering a little bit because I'm self-conscious a little bit and like, you know, worried that people are like, what is he doing? Um, so I, I need to get it, you know, but yeah. Probably not the strangest thing people see in New York, though. No, no. There's plenty of other things going on, for sure. You're right. And you're, my understanding, if you're allowed to talk about it, but you're working on your fourth book? Yeah, very, very slowly. Um, I'm working on my fourth book. Uh, it's about hockey. That's all I can tell you. And that's all I really know, honestly. I'm not very far along in the process so i think it will sort of shift and shape and change as it goes <laughs> right on well i look forward 
look forward to that. I uh, I don't know if you can see I'm wearing an old school Canadians hat today. That's the oh yeah, I was wondering what that was. That's the uh, Canadian Athletic Club or Club oh, a- nice. Athletic de Canadian. Uh, but that was their first logo. Uh, oh but wow. It, it looks a lot like the uh, Maple Leaf logo, so I feel like I'm does. kind of riding this weird line, wearing a, a blue Canadians hat. I it like looks it. a lot like a Leafs hat. I love old hockey logos and hockey anything really, but especially like kind of old things and defunct things and weird variations. The newer it is, or the more, you know. Anything in Florida or whatever, I don't like really. But yeah, the uh, uh, on the hockey side, that was uh, I think I I don't know if we had talked about this by chance, but my my dad had collected a bunch of uh, like one of his weird hobbies was collecting old game worn hockey jerseys. And, oh, nice! Yeah. And when he when he passed, uh, my brother and I were kind of thrust into this world of sorting out hundreds of jerseys what are we going to do with them you know pulling some that have some meaning to us but then how do you distribute these and getting finding some really weird subculture communities i don't know if you've ever been thrust into a weird subculture that you know nothing about and then people feel really strange but uh beyond the the oddballs in the hockey jersey collecting community there are just some amazing uh old jerseys or especially the minor league clubs just some of the uh mascots those are really fun to see some oh, of the old ones they're way better like that i pretty much i have some nhl jerseys oh, teamwork, guys. More teamwork. they're burying us alive eddie shore oh piss on eddie shore old time hockey piss on old time hockey these are like but i'm i'm more into yeah minor league type teams because excuse me their their jerseys are always better because the nhl usually like they'll have like a good example is like sudbury wolves um who are i'm not sure what league they're even in ohl or echl i forget um but their low Sudbury Wolves, I have one of their jerseys, and it's like a wolf with blood on its teeth, and then there's like actual droplets of blood flying around on the jersey. And it's like, yeah, that's what you that's how you do it. Have a a blood like a ravenous wolf who's got blood and stuff going on. But like then you have Vegas Knights and you have this lame night helmet which isn't even a cool night helmet it's like a bullshitty one and it looks like it looked to me it looks like the logo you'd have for like a car alarm system or something it's just horrible it's totally lame colors are lame everything about it is lame and you know they just blow it over and over it's like you know, New York Rangers, what the fuck is it even? Like, get a ranger. Get a guy on a horse being a fucking ranger. What is, what is that logo? Their, their jerseys are kind of the worst ones in the league, in a way. Um, Shots fired. Well, and, and I, you know, 
kind of, uh, they're my teams. They play down the street, basically, but I just think, I don't know, they look good on the players, I guess, but, like, when you see a bunch of guys, like, marching up to Madison Square Garden and in those jerseys, it looks so bad. Doesn't look, they shouldn't even be able to sell them to civilians. They look so bad. I mean, but the same thing, like, New Jersey Devils. I, I hate the Devils, but, like, New have a fucking devil. Like, have Satan on the jersey, not this stupid half-ass thing that NJ with a little... Little tail? Yeah, that's so lame. Dude, like, if you're going to do it, do it. I could go on all day. It's I just... I think you should submit some some uh, fan based artwork on what they what they could be. Maybe I should. Maybe that that's my that that'll be it. yeah. I'm gonna do like I'll uh, yeah. I'll what I think the logo should be. But Dave was there. Dave's the killer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's the killer. He's a mess. Yeah. 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 should be give give uh, give Lance a call. Have the witch yeah. taint folks kind They're of spruce just... something up. Blowing, oh, just missed opportunities. And but like minor leagues are, they pretty much deliver. You know, there's some bad ones, but you know, much cooler. I mean, if I, I try to like, not. I've been. I have too many jerseys at this point, and I try to like, you know, there's this one team, Tractor. In in Russia. And it's like the polar bears or, or something. And it's like an angry bear. And he's biting a hockey stick in two. He's pissed off. I have it. Evansville Icemen, who are now defunct team, and they are playing some other city now. But their thing is like a crazy looking guy who's clearly very cold he has a winter coat on he's freezing to death and he's like has a stick and he's really upset that's you want a little he... bit more aggression back in these logos yeah they're too safe is what i'm hearing yeah i don't like these sucky logos okay and tampa bay just won and those those are pretty boring uniforms too oh fucking horrible absolutely horrible there are some good jerseys. Canucks have good jerseys pretty much always. Uh, Especially you know, when they have jo Johnny Canuck, right? Who's the one that? He's the, the, the like cartoon lumberjack that they – have you seen the versions of that when he's oh, like kind of running like through the – Oh, is that their Sunday jersey or something? I haven't I seen I think that. it was one of their alternates, but Johnny Canuck is a – that at least they're kind of having fun with it. Uh, I think – yeah, just what you were saying about the the minor leagues for me too is in some ways all the good names have been taken is one way you might look at. It. So how can we be really creative? Like in Rockford, there's the Ice Hogs, which I always find weird. Is you take something that has maybe something to do regionally, and then add ice to try to <laughs> make it a hockey yeah. team. But then it's like, how can we make a hog seem aggressive or really hot? But there are some fun, playful things that start to happen. Uh, I believe the the ice hogs. I think it it's a hog wearing a, a helmet. I think it has a black eye, and it it also has bitten through a hockey stick. So it's a, it's a little good. aggro. It's a good start to me. <laughs> I think that's good. 
And what about the Cleveland Lumberjacks? Right, that's probably you growing up mm, in Cleveland. They never, they pretty much. I mean, there's a good example: missed opportunities. They never had a good logo, in my estimation. The best they did is, I think, one time they had, for a period, they had like a guy with a beard and a hat. But it's like they should have had a fucking guy with an axe who's really pissed off, and they never <laughs> did. And now. The team, I think, is called, like, the Lake Erie Monsters or something. And their jerseys couldn't suck more. I hope people hear this and just hear me fucking going off on this shit. Because it needs to be said. Because I'm always right about this (laughs) stuff. Like, I had a couple drinks. I was with a friend. And I was telling him, I was like, your merch, you know you got to step it up. You have a missed opportunity. And he was like, you're right. Because I you, was like, I was like, it doesn't look how I want it to look. Are you going to design some stuff for your friend? I did. I did do one. I was like, here you go. This is how you do it. And he was like, you're right. I love it. I love it. Uh, I'm, I'm exact. The conversation wasn't quite as aggressive as I'm. It was much. <laughs> It was the drinks talking. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, I just, I'm a big, I just, you know, I want stuff to look cool because then I'm, I want to wear it if it's cool. But, uh, yeah, the, I mean, some teams like Canadians, always cool. Rocket Richard, who supplied the heroics with his sixth career overtime goal. The game is over. The Canadian win three to two. Pretty much the original six teams always have cool stuff you know but like buffalo sabers i could seriously talk about this for six hours <laughs> this is great <laughs> we'll, we'll we will wrap it but i yeah i could go i could go on for for a long time with these but what <laughs> i'm curious what the sabers what's what what do you have against sabers their original jersey is they have a buffalo and then there's sabers <laughs> it's like couldn't be more on the nose but it looks cool as hell Colors are great, and then they did some other thing with some like graphic-y, sucky buffalo, you know that they like hired some design student to do or something. It looks sucks. It should be like a fucking pissed off buffalo that or or I don't or, know. See, they're or a, or a pissed off saber or a sabers yeah like it's weird cuz they they have an animal and then they have as the t- town and then they have an object as the so you got to just i guess go back to the original logo which is the best one i think they use it sometimes maybe they're back to it but they had this sucky new one i guess the idea is that they try to get people to buy the new merchandise but yeah. fuck that it's horrible what about the Ottawa 67s? You remember that they have the, uh, so the, the logo is not great. I mean, it's, it's an, uh, like a squared off O with a 67 in it. Uh, oh. but they, they had this great, uh, red, white, and black barber pole design that I believe they actually sued the senators. Cause when the senators came in the league, uh, they basically lifted the 67s, uh, Jersey. Yeah, they do have a version that's like that. I have seen. I th- that's a cool one. The other senator's jersey sucks. It's just a, a like a centurion or something. 
who looks like totally mild-mannered, like he's not going to kill anybody. With kind of a lazy eye, right? It doesn't look like anything that's going to inspire fear on the ice. No, I also don't think that a mascot should ever be like a guy. Unless it's just a nut, you know? Like, it should never be like, oh, it's just a man with a job, you know? I mean, Lumberjack, there's a potential for violence. Senators, it's too... Senators isn't a good name, because, like, part of your brain goes like, oh, a senator, like a politician. So I already don't like this team. It sucks. They blew How do you feel it. about the Canadiens jerseys? Great. All right, classic. They're classic. I will say, like... They don't really... There's some things that look good, but you can't really look that good wearing the jersey as a civilian. And I would say the Canadians' jerseys probably fit into that. I do have a Canadians' jersey that someone was kind enough to give me in Toronto, of all places. And it's cool, but I'm like, it looks great on the players, but as a guy walking around, not the strongest look. Nordique's logo, the old school Nordique's logo, right? What, right. what it, it's a, it's it's basically an igloo playing hockey, right? Yeah, it makes zero sense. <laughs> but also, Nordiques are that's the best jersey, and uh, you can't beat it. I have a Nordiques hat. I have a Nordiques jersey. I have a Nordiques T-shirt. And I'm thinking of buying another Nordiques jersey because I found one. It got in the dryer, and I think I might have fucked it up. Um, but I'm gonna try to fix it. And then, but I found a company that makes like they have Nordiques jersey from like the the latter era. The colors slightly different from like when Guy Lafleur played for them. So I'm thinking of getting one of those. But uh, no, that that logo. That's the best one, really, honestly. I'd so have to I say, uh, you know, not to change your creative process, but I think you could do a whole chapter or two in your hockey book just about the the health of logo design and and wear, and you could even talk about what might be civilian friendly jerseys. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I, there, it's our I'm way ahead of you. That is going to be one of the chapters. Basically, everything I've been saying, just going off mercilessly. Um, also, I will say, and I've said this many times, there is no lower form of fashion than walking around as a guy who does it himself. Maybe the lowest form of humans of dress is wearing a hockey jersey. Cause, it it's pretty much a giving up look. It's it's a, it's upstairs sweatpants, right? It really is. Yeah, you you said it perfectly. But it can also look kind of cool if it's a badass jersey. But like, if it's like what you're like, Kevin Smith would like wore them all the time, and it just looked like it's a sloppy look. Like I wa I wear hockey jerseys around the house to the dog run and that's about it I accidentally wore one to a restaurant and the waiter never came back to the table 
I, in all honesty, it's this restaurant by my house I go to fairly regularly. And I went in there and I wasn't going to take my coat off because I knew I had a hockey jersey on underneath. And I was like, I cannot be sitting in here with a hockey jersey. It's a, just a huge fuck you to this whole establishment, establishment and everything. Because it was a, you know, classy joint. And then they came over, brought waters. I took my jacket off and sat there in the jersey. The waiter never came back. Um, well, and I think it was because of the jersey. How long did you, how long did you stay? Like 40 minutes at least, 45. I mean, we did say that we just wanted coffees and they were, I think that they were kind of like, fuck these guys. Well, I needed somewhere to sit and chat with somebody. So maybe they were just like, we can't even be bothered with this guy right now. So uh, I, the Iowa City area, our, our next door town, uh, Coralville, we have a uh, East Coast League is starting play this year. Oh, nice. So, so let's, let's run, run a few things by you there. I had no idea we'd talk about this, but I, I, I love that you're, <laughs> you're going along on this ride with me. It's, as we coast around uh, Midwest Zamboni time, uh, first, I'll, I'll give you the name, Iowa Heartlanders. Yep. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Horrible name. Yep. <laughs> Logo is a a uh, a buck with it's like a headshot of a buck with lots of uh, lots of horns. Looks looks irritated and angry. That's great. They've made up for it. They're back in business. <laughs> I think I maybe have seen this. Jer- what you're talking about? Uh, yeah. The name is horrible. But if you have like an angry buck, then you're fine. And uh, one one of the other things that they they've added uh, to play off of the 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 prairie nature of it is uh, they do have a, a, an Iowa prairie flower as a, a shoulder logo. That could potentially be cool. I'd have to see it. Um, yeah. I like when there's just random things like that. Um, and you know, Toronto Maple Leafs with except for the period where they went with a very graphic leaf, which looked, you know, it was cool, but it also sucked. Uh, uh, when, when, anytime you make the logo, like, like if they, they have potential to make this flower really cool looking. Yeah. It, it's a wild rose. Um, so it's also a, a, a reddish pink and their colors are, are black, gray and yellows, but the, the flower black, really pops. Black, gray and yellow. Yeah. All right. Well, they're they got the work cut out for them. Yeah, Heartlanders for me. That that part's a letdown. I think the logo's solid. I, I uh, and if the logo's violent, then it's good. But Heartlanders, I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the word Heartland or Heartlanders. I feel like it's presumptuous. Like Heartland, we're the heart of this country. Fuck off. And I say this as a guy from Ohio. Right. Right. Well, go back to the the Nordiques. Uh, Like Nordiques just basically means North people, doesn't it? Yeah, it's totally (laughs) lazy. But and the logo makes no sense. But it's in French and it sounds cool. So there. All right. So uh, one last hockey jersey question for you. Okay. (laughs) Put you on the spot. These are ultimately art and design questions, I think. Yes. 
your uh we'll we'll take the civilian aspect out of it just your go-to like most favorite inspiring jersey to to see is it does it go back to the canadians inspiring i mean just your favorite like aesthetic like what what puts what, what puts hockey dave in his happy place when it comes to jerseys that are out there i i really like uh the sudbury wolves jersey that i have i yeah. think that's a good one i like the uh shit why can't i think of it the berry colts i have one of those jerseys and it's killing me that it's kind of too big for wearing around it's like for for it's it's kind of big enough to wear with pads i like to wear a medium jersey if i'm just walking around as like a shirt because it's not like a full-on moo. it's like a little slimmer so this one is a large but it's the only one i got on ebay that one is a great jersey uh it's got a colt very irritated a very angry colt yeah he's got smoke coming out of his nostrils steam or whatever you want to call it and he's got a hockey stick and he's very irritated so that's a great I, I'm tempted, I've honestly been tempted to buy a proper one from their website. It's, I've flirted with it many times, but I haven't yet. Um, that's Those are two really great ones. Um, there's the, shit, what is the team? It's, it's from like the QMHL or whatever, the Quebec uh, League. Uh, what's the team? Uh, Dracar something or another team theirs is like a looks like a viking ship not as angry as it could look but it's pretty cool um as far as the nhl i think uh canadians is great nordiques if i can include like defunct teams and then older oh yeah like uh the, the minnesota north stars jersey was pretty great some of them uh LA Kings were the only team that plays in a warmer climate that I sanction as being able to do that. Cause they, the purple and gold era, right? Not the purple and gold era was great. They had, yeah, with the crown. The New Jerseys suck, I think. Uh, but the purple and gold, like Marcel Dion, Bernie Nichols era, those were great. I have one of those. That's That's maybe... I mean, it's hard to say what's my favorite. Uh, what else? Uh, Canucks are always cool. I think uh, almost every jersey that I've ever seen them have. The Flying V, their current jersey is cool. Yeah, I um, find that part interesting. To just when teams completely switch colors over time. Yeah. Uh, because the Canucks have gone through a few different flavors, right? From that sure. black, kind of that black, orange, yellow with the, the classic kind of Vancouver V on the mm-hmm. jersey, but then moving to more of the blues and, and greens. Uh, New Jersey Devils, they had to. Right? You can't stay red and green. Uh, yeah, though, I don't know. Yeah, that's a hard one. But I, you know, it's a really good one is the 
what's it called? The Timberwolves or whatever? Or, or what are they called? The wi- Minnesota Wild? Yeah. What is that team? The, the, yeah, it's the Wild. I really like their jerseys. Like, if they weren't an, such a new team, I would be... You I could would get on board? Like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just like, I can't invest in that right now at this point in my life. But I think it's pretty cool. That jersey, it evokes a lot of things I like. Uh, a violent cat, I think, or whatever it is. It's been then, a sil- It started as a silhouette of a bear, right? That was like it, like like a sunshine of like a wild nature setting. But then they moved into more of may- maybe this is more of a a cat kind of vibe. Yeah, they've they've switched things. Is it things a cat over or a bear? I don't even know what it the, is. The original was now. I'd, I'd have to go back and see what is. I ironically, the uh, Iowa Heartlanders are part of the Minnesota Wild uh, organization. Oh, okay. Sorry, just looking this up right now. I was uh, okay. Maybe cat. I was. I was saying bear, but could be cat. Could be cat. Gonna, what is? It's got, it's got and it's got a north star for an eye. It's it's got a river for a mouth. Yeah, I mean there. I think it looks like a cat, but I think that's cool. Oh no, I think it is a bear. I think it is a bear, maybe. But they, I'm not they... really sure what it is. I think it's a bear, but it's cool. It has trees. I think anytime you can like evoke, like the woods and cold and stuff that's always cool so they're really doing it i i'd i'd almost buy a jersey but i most i would rather someone give me one i guess (laughs) one of my favorite versions of it have you seen the one it's the they they still maintain the the uh, animal component but it's in the middle of a circle that says Minnesota Wild, and so then it feels like it's more of like a '50s or '60s kind of uh, design. And they've done they've done some really cool things with I, with that, and going to like more of a green and cream color scheme on some oh, of their jerseys. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it. The logo depicts both a forest landscape, which is great, and the silhouette of a wild animal. It doesn't say what wild animal it is. I kind of like that. Uh, I mean, clearly it it inspires conversation because we've been talking about it, right? So much so that are, are we going to buy stuff to settle the argument? Um, no, I do, li- I do like their their colors. Are it's like very cozy colors. I like them. They have. And, the, I'll say it right now: best expansion team jerseys. I'll take it. I I I can't argue. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Have you ever been there for a game? The Excel Energy Center, it's a great venue for, for hockey. No, I've not been in Minneapolis in some time. Hopefully I'll get back there. It's been No, wait, what am I saying? <laughs> I was just there yesterday. No. No, I have been there. I was there yeah. in 2019, not that long ago. I don't know why. I guess I just forget. I was like, I haven't been there in 15 years. I was like, no, it's been like two. Uh you know what was I? What was a fun kind of fun logo? Uh, after the North Stars left town, went to Dallas. Uh, the minor league club that they had were the Minnesota Moose, who played 
yeah. at what is now in that area. They they rebuilt it, but the Minnesota moose was that that was actually kind of fun. If you get a moose on your jersey, you're halfway there. Though, like, you know, it has a good. They it's not the greatest, but Calgary Hitman is like has a violently like they have a hockey player but he has like a sort of he's wearing like a goalie mask kind of even though he's like clearly a skater and he looks kind of nuts and i think that's cool it's not they could be doing a better job but it's pretty cool i respect it dave thanks so much for uh the time today and catching up uh yeah i could go on forever we could we can go through each jersey. I maybe in the future, just we, we can just rotate through different jerseys, critique them. Uh, from we didn't even bring up Sault Ste. Marie. Uh, I think like the Greyhound, I think their jerseys are pretty elegant, but they don't invoke fear. Yeah, you have to think like you're in danger when you see the jersey. You'd be like, well, we're gonna lose. <laughs> you know? We got a bunch of angry blanks coming at us but when you see like a a happy greyhound you're not going to be too terrified yeah that's no good i mean it's got a yeah i don't know florida panthers isn't bad because there's a panther and he's obviously upset about something but uh probably just the notion of hockey in florida is upsetting the panther yeah yeah the florida thing kind of screws it all up but i don't know it's complicated. So before we go, any uh, where can people catch Dave Hill next? Uh, well, you can listen to my podcast, The Dave Hill Good Time Hour. Uh, I will be at High Plains Comedy Festival in September in Denver. Um, what else is going on? It's, I have to think about it. Um, yeah, and I did see, I think Chris posted, is there a... Uh, the um are you doing a new showcase oh yeah i think that's like a one-off though okay uh and then uh that's september in new york then witch taints be playing again and go see drunk bus watch girls five eva i'm make a nice cameo on an episode of that uh what else i'm always forgetting stuff my brain what's your saint the saint peter show the animated show oh yeah that's on youtube that and that's another thing like i did that so long ago and it finally came out i play saint peter and i talk to these different comedians at the gates of heaven you know but that's on comedy central's youtube thing right yeah, on so that was fun dave thanks again i really appreciate the time and coming back to join us on the podcast and uh thank you yeah, i I'll... apologize i got so distracted by you just touched a an area where i could talk for hours well obviously i could too so uh would yeah would maybe maybe later we again we can uh critique talk about jerseys we love and 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 then shit talk some of the other uh designs i all day long all day (laughs) long ready to go thanks dave all right see you man okay